Hello. Hey guys. <laughs> How's it going? I mean, I've been better, but we're oh, yeah. going. How's your arm now that you've had surgery? Oh my gosh. Um, very sensitive, more sensitive than before, but hopefully my doctor is correct in saying that this surgery will um, cut my recovery time by at least a third of the time so that I can get to using my arm again and not have to use voice dictation to text people and voice dictation to put my notes together for this thing, (laughs) for this thing that we do called Give Me the Creeps. Well, I'm glad that you have good painkillers. Me too. Um, And on the other hand, too, I am currently sitting on the floor using a Sterilite container as my desk because I am moving. Oh, yes. I've yet to announce it to the people. Um, Yeah, I'm moving to Colorado Springs at the end of July, so me breaking my arm is like, um, I guess, perfect timing in the terms of chaos springs um, quick change or whatever. Yeah. So being forced out of my comfort zone in more than one way. Here we go. I'm really sad that you're leaving Texas. You can take girl the girl out of Texas, but you can't take the girl the Texas out of the girl, and I messed that up badly. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm somewhat sedated, so my, my brain's groggy. Sure, sure. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought I turned. <laughs> so I was catching up on um, this podcast that I listened to called Disgraceland, mm-hmm. and they do music and stuff. Or it's one guy, but he does music, um, like true crime stuff that happens to like different musicians and stuff. And oh. <clears throat> he does a really awesome job. Like, he's, like, telling a story. Like, it's it's really cool. But mm. I was catching up on it. So I was listening to one from March, and it was about John Denver. And at the beginning, he's, like, it ties into um, the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And I was, like, what <sighs> the fuck? So it was, like, this big conspiracy theory that <clears throat> John Denver – was the one that killed or that shot the shot that killed um, John F. Kennedy. And the way he explained it was basically like John Denver had joined the military or no, the Air Force, like when it first began and shit. And he was trained as a sniper and that he um, was given like LSD at night to like subliminal message all this shit to him and all this stuff Mm, and I was like oh my god like why the fuck didn't I not and it was like the guy that does the podcast was like you know all those the papers the John F. Kennedy case papers or whatever they were called were coming out like they were gonna be released and shit and um around that time that he made the podcast or that episode. And Mm -hmm. so he was like, that's whose name is on those papers. It's John Denver and all this shit. So I'm like freaking out, you know, like, holy shit. And I'm like trying to look it up and stuff. So I listened to the whole episode. And then at the end, he's like, this has been 
a April Fool's episode. I'm like, what? Fuck you. No. Dude. It was so good, though. He did so good. He got me really good. I was like, holy shit. Some people are good liars, I guess. Yeah. And he was like saying how John Denver like killed himself in that plane crash on purpose and all this shit. I was like, oh my. Because he like realized that those papers were going to come out and his name Mm. was going to be known. All this shit. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah. But then he said it was an April Fool's joke. But so. Well. I'm. I just looked up something on and on gishgallop.com. Denver, um, he okay. So he was a sniper for real. So like all the stuff you just said, like it ties into this. But it says yeah. two years ago, it was revealed that the 1990 thriller Jacob's Ladder, starring Tim Robbins, was loosely based on private interviews with John Denver. Excuse me. Um, screenwriter Bruce Joel Rubin brilliantly crafted Mr. Denver's reoccurring nightmares into what has become the psychological horror film of the 1990s and beyond. Interesting. That is interesting because he says that in the podcast that he had like these reoccurring nightmares and shit. Mm, I think it makes it crazier because John Denver's supposed to be like this hippie, you know, like yeah. super nice Environmental. man. Environmental. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to look more into that. Yeah, that would that's <laughs> insane. I don't know what his reasoning behind killing. Oh, like you said, unless he was like mind controlled by the government yeah. to kill JFK. Yeah. Oh my God, all of these conspiracies are just—they have me itching for next week already. But today is all about what you're bringing to the table, which I had never heard about before. So I'm excited to hear your story for today. If you guys haven't noticed by whatever the title is for this episode, we are covering some conspiracies starting this week. Yes. My conspiracy today is Project Blue Beam. Project Blue Beam is a conspiracy theory that claims that NASA is attempting to implement a new age religion with the Antichrist at at its head and start yes. a new world order via a technologically simulated second coming. Pat Robertson, are you there? <laughs> These allegations were presented in 1994 by Quebecois journalist and conspiracy theorist Sergei Monast, and later published in his book Project Blue Beam, and then there's parentheses, NASA. Monast. Mm. A theory, however, suggests using sufficiently advanced technology to trick people into believing. Um, of course, the plan would have would have to assume that people could never fathom the trick at all. Something contested by anyone sane enough not to swallow this particular conspiracy. Uh, the primary claimed perpetrator of po- Project Blue Beam is NASA presented as a large and mostly faceless organization that can readily absorb such frankly odd accusations aided by the United Nations, another old-time boogeyman of conspiracy theories. Okay, so according to Monast, the project has four steps. Step one. Step one requires the breakdown of all archaeological knowledge, This will apparently be accomplished by faking earthquakes at precise locations around the planet. Oh, shit. Fake new discoveries at these locations will finally explain 
to all people the error the error of all fundamental religious doctrines, specifically Christian and Muslim doctrines. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, this makes some degree of sense. If you want to take over a current way of thinking, you need to completely destroy it before putting forward your own. Uh, however, religious belief is notoriously resilient to things like facts. (laughs) Yeah, because it's based on faith. Yes. Uh, like the Shroud of Turin, which I just watched on Unsolved Mysteries the other day. Um, that's a famous example that is still believed by many people to be a genuine shroud of Jesus as opposed to the medieval forgery that it has been conclusively shown to be. Mm. Um, prayer studies to show how difficult it is to shift religious conviction with mere observational fact, observational facts. Um, mm. but that could be said for anything really like people don't listen to facts rarely yeah true um indeed many theologians they avoid making false claims or place beliefs somewhere specifically beyond observation to aid this so what finds could possibly fundamental fundamentally destroy both christianity and islam almost overnight and universally all over the globe, probably nothing. Yet this is only one step of an increasingly crazy set of events that Project Bluebeam predicts will occur. Hmm. Step two uh, involves a gigantic space show wherein three-dimensional holographic laser projections will be beamed all over the planet. And this is where blue beam really takes off so uh the projections will take the shape of whatever deity is most predominant in each region and will speak Mm -hmm. in all languages Uh, at the end of this light show the gods will all merge into one god which will be the antichrist Mm. Uh, this is a rather baffling plan as it seems to assume people will think this is actually their god and it's true. Like, if they're going to do each region one god that they think is going to, like, what if there's people that are, like, atheists? Like, what? okay, great. Yeah, exactly. Then it's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy, well, I was talking to him about it, and he was like, I think aliens are also part of it, too. Like, they'll do different gods, and then people that don't believe in any god, they'll it shows aliens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is true. I think, I mean, I don't know like a poll or anything to like rely on, but I have a like idea that if people are atheists, they're more likely to believe in aliens than anything else just because they're, they're mostly lenient on or like leaning on scientific stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if there's nothing else that's divine, it must be aliens. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> And then little we, little do we know that the aliens are just controlling everything. It's like a big comedy show that they're watching. Yeah, the gods are the aliens. Jesus. Yes. Um, that's funny. I just watched the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy last night, and I was thinking. About I've that. never seen that. It's really mm-hmm. weird. It's really trippy. Snap. You should watch it. There was a plan to project the face of Allah, despite. It contradicting contradicting uh, Muslim beliefs of God's uniqueness, uh, 
And they did this over Baghdad in 1991. Mm. Uh, or they were going to do this over Baghdad in 1991 to tell the Iraqis to overthrow Saddam Hussein. Like they were going to mm-hmm. use this projection to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. I think it was like an actual plan. Like that was the evidence they're using in this conspiracy theory to show that it could possibly like it. This is how it's. It would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In general, pretty much anything that either a involves light or B has been seen in the sky has been put forward as evidence that project blue beam is real and such things are tests of the technology namely ufos mm-hmm. i was gonna ask yeah they're, yeah um existing display technologies such as 3d projection mapping and holograms are put forward as foreshadowing the great light show in the sky and did you know that there are people that actually believe that the sky is a hologram like right now yes i've heard of that Ooh, so weird right like yeah um scary there was this one guy that I knew, he believes that the earth is flat. And, oh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Of course I do. <laughs> he believes <laughs> that the earth is flat. And I think he believed that um, the hologram of the sky, too. There was a thing I read saying that the Freemasons are behind the idea that we're being shown that the earth is round, but in reality, the earth is flat. Don't say that. That's fucked up, right? I know. It's like, I don't like that feeling of being like, okay, come on. Who's tricking me here? Um, And what's the truth? Jeremy's ex-boss, his boss killed himself, but he was a Freemason. And (sighs) they had a Masonic funeral for him. Whoa. Yeah, and Jeremy- But But did they kill him is the real question. No, he straight up killed himself. Like, it was a big thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he did it in front of his wife. By accident. We think it was by accident. But Jeremy said that at the funeral, like, his wife, or, like, I guess part of his family wanted, like, the regular Christian funeral. Mm -hmm. But he was a Freemason. They they still, they came and were going to do their rites and shit. So they let the Christian part happen. And the Christians were, like excuse me like they were like throwing shade and um so once that was done everyone had to leave so that they could do their rights in private in private exactly that's what that's what's that's the the most um interesting part of freemasonry is is the secret and the mystery behind like what their traditions are and stuff yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm. um so, okay. So we're still on step two. Um, this stage will apparently be accomplished with the aid of a Soviet computer that will be fed with the minute physio-psychological particulars based on their studies of the anatomy and electromechanical composition of the human body and mm-hmm. the studies of the electrical, chemical, and biological properties of the human brain. And every human has been allocated a unique radio wavelength. The computers wow. are also capable of inducing suicidal thoughts. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know why they picked the Soviets. Like, 
because they're bad guys and everything, like in every government story or what? That is what – okay, because I also – this is so fresh in my mind. That's why I'm like freaking out. But because in the – um, in the origin stories of like the Illuminati and stuff, they believed that though that that specific secret society went underground until the 1920s, where um, fascists said that the Jews led the Illuminati during that time secretly, mm-hmm. and then later on in post World War II times, that the anti communists said that the communists were leading the Illuminati yeah. underground. So it just continuously evolves with whoever we're against yes, at the time. Yeah. And just like with the Christians saying that this is like the Antichrist stuff. That's why I brought up uh, Pat Richardson or Pat Robertson rather, because he's like a Christian conservative and he wrote that book saying that the Illuminati is um, brainwashing the youth because of the Antichrist being. Um, who they're under and that Lucifer is like leading the new world order, a lot of yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So it's always like whoever's the opposite of what the good group is or whatever for the time. Of course. Well, that makes sense. Lord. The second part of step two happens when the holograms result in the dissolution of social and religious order setting loose millions of programmed religious fanatics through demonic possession on a scale never witnessed before. The United Nations plans to use Beethoven's Ode to Joy as the anthem for the introduction of the New Age One World Religion. Oh, shit. Step three. Step three is telepathic electronic two-way communication. It involves making people think their God is speaking to them through telepathy, projected into the head of each person individually using extreme low-frequency radio waves. That's fucked up. Which is kind of like the computer thing, so I don't... What is, is this part? No, this couldn't be part of the same thing, but what's that thing where people all around the world suddenly hear that weird frequency in their ears, like randomly? You don't know if that's part of this. I feel like it might be. I've never, it's like t- it's on a timer, and every now and then everybody hears this like low frequency, but they can't tell where the fuck it's coming from. But at the same time, yeah, certain people can hear it, but other people can't. I don't know. It's like a weird ringing, and it like distra- it like disrupts their thoughts or whatever, and then they're like, "Oh shit, yeah. did you hear that?" And they're like, "No," and then they're like, "It's just like a weird ringing, and you can't hear that." And everybody's like, "No, what the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> That is really scary. (laughs) Anyways, go on. Step four. Step four has three parts. Number one, making humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur at every major city. Step two, making the Christian think Christians think the rapture is about to happen. Step three, or part three. A mixture of electronic and supernatural forces allowing the supernatural forces to travel through fiber optics, coax, power, and telephone lines to penetrate all electronic equipment and appliances that will, by then, all have a special microchip installed. I don't, that part doesn't, I don't know. It's a. It's just supposed to bring, like, chaos, but, like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So... When chaos will break out and people will finally be willing, perhaps even desperate, to accept the new world order because of all this shit going on. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, a device has apparently already been perfected that will lift enormous numbers of people as in a rapture. Uh, UFO abductions are tested on this of this device. And that's what they say UFO abductions are. They're just a test of this rapture simulation. Which, oh, my God. It's just... Yeah. Uh, Project Bluebeam supporters believe psychological preparations have already been made. Listen to this shit, dude. Okay. Oh, God. Monast, having claimed that the movies 2001, A Space Odyssey, Star Wars, and the Star Trek series all involve an invasion from space and all nations coming together. And someone points out in my research that the first two movies don't and the third is a is peaceful contact so they don't know what the fuck he's talking about but um those movies are supposed to like prepare people mentally for what to do whenever there is all this shit from space coming at you you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And then okay. and then that the movie Jurassic Park propagandizes evolution in order to make people think God's words are lies. What? <laughs> yeah. And I this is it's old, you know, it's from 1994, so that those were the only ones that he could like base his shit on, but there's a shit ton of movies now that he could say. Yeah. And that I'm sure are part of the conspiracy, but they're not in what I no one else has mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, connected them. Yeah. So in the 1994 lecture that Monast gave to introduce this whole thing, he detailed what would happen after everyone accepted the new world order. All people will be required to take an oath to Lucifer with a ritual initiation to enter the new world order. Resistors will be categorized as follows. Christian children will be kept for human sacrifice or sexual slaves. Prisoners uh, will be used in medical experiments. Prisoners will be used as living organ banks. Healthy workers are going to be put in slave labor camps. Uncertain prisoners in the International Re-Education Center so they're supposed to repent on live TV and learn to glorify the new world order. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and the international, there's going to be an international execution center. And there's a seventh classification, but he couldn't, he didn't know what it was yet. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Those are some fucked up things. Like Christian children will be kept for human sacrifice or sexual slaves. Like what the fuck? Well, yeah. If it's if it's the Antichrist and all that yeah, shit, that's opposite. Oh God, that's fucked up. Oh, Jesus. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so all of that that is Project Bluebeam, and uh, there is a possibility. It's I mean, it's a probability that he was batshit crazy and he got Monast is what I'm talking about. He got this idea from somebody just mentioned it to him. So here's what, this is what I found. 
Mm-hmm. So shortly before Monas' lecture, um, there was a book by Joel Engel, and mm-hmm. uh, it's called Gene Roddenberry, The Myth and the Man Behind Star Trek. And it was released shortly before the lecture. So here's an excerpt from the book. In May 1975, Gene Roddenberry accepted an offer from Paramount to develop Star Trek into a feature film and moved back into his old office on the Paramount lot. His proposed story took a flying saucer hovering above Earth that was programmed to send down people who look like prophets, including Jesus Christ. So that was just an excerpt from the book. And the rest of the book goes on to explain the rest of what that story was going to be about. And all of the steps from the conspiracy theory that I just said are in the unmade mid-70s Star Trek script that he was going to make. What the fuck? Yeah, and then they ended up recycling the script and using it in um, an episode for Star Trek The Next Next Generation. And the episode's called Devil's Do, and that was broadcast in 1991. Whoa. Yeah. 30 years later, 20 something years later. So, in, and then like it came out in 1991, and then Monas' lecture was in 1984. So it's like, I don't know. But so then it says there is no evidence of deliberate fraud on Monet's part or Monas' part. It's entirely plausible that he thought. This was the revelation of secret information and um, like somebody was telling him shit. Like he was reading this thinking, oh my God, this is like new information. Like this is secret, top secret shit. Um, mm-hmm. so, but however, the actual source was so obvious that even other conspiracy theorists noticed. And they confidently said it was obvious that Monas had been fed deceptive information by the CIA. <laughs> mm, sure. How are we to know? Yeah. Uh, and the project was apparently supposed to be implemented in 1983, but it didn't happen. And then it was set for implementation in 1995 and then 1996. Monas thought Project Bluebeam would finally be brought to fruition by the year 2000. For sure, for sure. No, I'm scared. It's already it's already happening. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Okay, well. Okay, so there's also a little side conspiracy out there. And it's that Monas and another unnamed journalist who both died of heart attacks in 1996 were in fact assassinated. And that's what, what? that's what always solidifies believing in this stuff for me is when people say something and then they get killed off or die or whatever. Yeah, it is really weird. Um, and there's another conspiracy that the Canadian government kidnapped Mona's daughter in an effort to dissuade, dissuade, to dissuade him <laughs> from. <laughs> dissuade, got away. I don't even know how my voice did that. <laughs> um, 
in an effort to dissuade him from investigating Project Bluebeam. But in reality, Monas was homeschooling his son and daughter, and they were made wards of the state in September 1996 so that they could receive schooling. What the heck? So this uh, theory is widely popular and or it's on the internet, but widely popular uh, with countless YouTube videos and podcasts. Uh, but there weren't many, like I was telling you earlier, there's not that many actual like websites like dedicated to talking about it. I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I couldn't find, it was really hard like specific. for me. Yeah, it was really hard for me to find, like, a solid answer to my questions. Mm -hmm. And all of the YouTube videos were, like, I literally could not concentrate because I just could hear the crazy in their voice. Like, I was like, please go take a Adderall mm -hmm. chill out. <laughs> but, so... um so it took a while for me to actually find something that described it in a whole without people jumping on to other shit too, because that was also a thing. Like I would start watching something or reading something that had to do with it. And I'm like, okay, this is great. And then they jump to like 5 billion other things. And I'm like, well, I don't even, I, I need to like go back. I still don't know what the fuck you were talking about in the first part. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a very broad – the world of conspiracy as um, laughed at as it is is very, like, broad. Like, the, it could reach into literally anything that's going on in the real world, and that's what makes it so believable for some people. Yeah. Um, it's like you want to trust that this might be real just in case so that you can be, be aware and be careful of what yeah. you're doing and saying and stuff. But at the same time, it feels so irrational to – think that everything's against us and trying to control us. So it's really hard to navigate, but it's a lot. Yeah. I it all has to do with religion or money and it all comes out from the government or the governing bodies and all that. Like, ooh. yes, we have no control. That was the reason why my, my whole thing was like, I sounded like this is fucking stupid because I got most of it from, Rational Wiki. I don't know why I say Wiki like that. Wiki. I don't know why. Wiki. wiki. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> RationalWiki.org. Uh, and my other source was YouTube, obviously. But yeah, it's. I just was like, well, I wanted to do these conspiracy theories. There's just some that are like, I'm on board for good part of it and then they just kind of go way out in left field and it's like yeah it's vague enough to believe like there aren't specific facts but it's vague enough to where it's believable i don't know yeah just like that story i was listening to earlier um on john denver yeah, i believed yeah. everything you was saying because mm -hmm. it all made fucking sense and then it was not true <laughs> or well it wasn't completely true. Dang. It's tough to know. It's tough to like, what, like who to trust, who to believe. Um, 
a lot of people, I there's probably a, another poll somewhere that's like, however many Americans don't trust the government versus how many do, oh, and yeah. like which ones are right or you know, who's the who's going to be the ones that end up on top whenever whatever happens happens, whether yeah. it's another world war or an actual apocalypse or you know the aliens come down and friggin' well, right take now, over the planet. Everybody thinks the or there's a good portion of people that think this virus is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's true too. There's that's like, when I'm kind of like, oh shit. Jeremy spews out stuff all the time, and I just look at him like. <laughs> I mean, there are things that he says, and I'm like, I mean, that's. I mean, you're right. It could be true, but. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's like, can you not? Like, I don't need to take Xanax right now, but I might after you finish talking. Exactly, exactly. It could be dangerous. Yeah, that's why they. They. That's why they. And they. I use that term loosely because I don't even know specifically who. But um, Alex Jones. They had to shut him down real quick, which makes it makes it seem oh, like yeah. there's some truth to what he's saying. If you know. But then it's it could always just be his ideas are just too dangerous for yeah. the the public to be fear mongering is seriously yeah well fear mongering is true yeah it's a real thing that um, propaganda it all comes back to an agenda but whose agenda is real yeah, and yeah. whose agenda is fake in order to get the other side to win because you know the governing bodies they say all this conspiracy stuff is BS but who's to say it. It isn't, you know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe it's real and they just don't want us to believe that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, but that's, what's fun. Like our humans naturally just want to put puzzles together mm-hmm. and make sense of what's going on around them. Even if it's like they have no prior knowledge or whatever to anything, they just freaking want to like rationalize or figure it out and it make no sense rather than freaking actually learn something of substance and be like, Oh, okay. Then never mind. I was just yeah. being stupid. Yeah, but it's it's fun. Conspiracy theories are fun, and with all this shit that's happening, you know, the government hopefully is going to be dismantled by the end of this year. Hopefully, if if all these um, youngsters that I'm seeing on social media keep what doing what they're doing and voting and all that stuff, it might be a whole new system within the next ten years. Yeah, which would be better for everybody. But who's? I mean. Of course, that's a dangerous thought to the people who are in control right now. They think everybody's just an anarchist. Yeah. Like I said, youngsters, I didn't know that you were 70 years old. Compared to, I feel like I haven't done shit compared to these freaking, they look like they're 14 and they're out there protesting and stuff. And I'm like, you're making me so proud. Like I'm all old. I like that. Project Blue Beam. Yes. That's they're testing out those holograms with famous people that have passed on. In some of the videos, dude, oh my god. Uh they use an example of the holograms that are being used right now and I guess the ones that I was seeing were like uh it was like a mall but like in Asia somewhere and they were like projecting like polar bears walking around with like people and shit and People were, like, trying to, like, pet them and stuff and, like, penguin. Like, just shit that you wouldn't see. But I'm, like, mm-hmm. this is just really weird. And, like, um, there was another one of they were using – or there was, like, a bunch of kids in um, an auditorium. Or I don't think – it was, like, a gym. 
and they were sitting in the bleachers and they had like a ginormous whale like come and like splash like the ground was water so it looked really Whoa. cool and everyone like freaked out over but i'm like is this is the advanced <laughs> technology that you're speaking of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was just funny it just sounds expensive it did but at the same time it's like holograms are kind of shitty looking like how the fuck are you gonna right. project shit or at least the ones that i saw in that video like i don't even mm-hmm. the ones that they use like whenever they did tupac at coachella whenever whatever year it was like that looked shitty too well they're not gonna show us the good stuff i guess because then then we won't be able then we'll be like if these hologram things that they're currently um are underground and stuff they don't want us to see the how good those look because then we'll be able to say well that's fake because they were able to do fake holograms that well for such and such i guess so they want it to look i don't know that's my guess if it is a whole conspiracy thing somebody freaked me out on twitter i was like i gotta get off of here because they were like what if the time traveler that's trying to fix everything that's going on just keeps like messing things up for this year. That's why everything's happening back to back this year. Stop it! You know what? And I then love somebody that. pointed out they were like, they were like, um, yeah, like they got rid of the the monster hornets, and so they're disappeared now. But at what expense, or like at what cost now? Like, what's going to happen after this? That is actually really cool. I haven't heard that. I don't know. I have a lot of theories, but they all sound nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of like what if possibilities and shit, but that's people's favorite thing to do is like um, what if everything they could throw any idea, literally any idea could be thrown out there and then somebody would find a way to connect it to something that's real. And then it feels actually like a logical theory. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wondering if the Valos were right about stop it. this month. Of- yeah, Today's the 30th. Dude, that is fucking nuts, too. I hate that because then it just backs up their beliefs, it which does. I'm sure everybody feels that way. Everybody who's against anything that anyone else has to say would say the same thing. They'd be like, great. Now they have some some supporting but evidence way, for whatever. It wasn't okay to kill your kids. Absolutely no. I'm never going to say that, but that's fucked up if this is the year that the freaking horsemen come through the air and judgment day comes for us all. I did say that. um, Or I did say that in uh, the quarantine week. Those movies, yeah, and then those movies, those Terminator movies, those would freak me out too. (laughs) When he would have to go back and and kill the kid who was going to make it possible for the apocalypse to happen and then he can't do it. Oh, (laughs) What? That That's is weird. so weird. I just realized that the um, George W. Bush Sr. He t- he gave his speech that I was talking about about you know mentioning the no- the New World Order on September eleventh, nineteen ninety. That is fucking. And then September eleventh, <gasps> and his son happened. His son was in office. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I really wanted to do 9-11, but I knew it was going to piss some people off, so I just didn't do it. 1991 is when the New World Order book came out, where Pat Robertson uh, 
describes a scenario where Wall Street, the Federal Reserve System, and the Council on Foreign Relations, and a bunch of other groups control the flow of events from behind the scenes, nudging people constantly and covertly in the direction of the world government for the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. The idea of the Antichrist freaks me out because I'm always just waiting to see, like, okay, who is it then? When will they appear, or are they already in plain sight? Plain sight. That's what I think, too. That way people can just be like, no, they would. I mean, it wouldn't be that obvious, and then they would be just shrugged off as not real. Ooh. <sighs> I know, I'm scared. Well, we wanted to do it. So, guys, make sure that you keep up with our posts on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow if you don't already follow us. And um, make sure that you're sending in your stories if you want any of your stories read on our episodes this summer for listener stories. Anything spooky or creepy, just go ahead and submit it to us. Um, And also, make sure that you leave a review on Apple Podcasts and keep listening to our podcast every week. We post on Fridays. So... Did we give you the creeps?